There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Fangirl Zone. I'm Sean Fangirlas and joining me today, Jess, and we are talking Dirt Gently, episode 8, the season finale, because it's season one, but they are back, so this is two guys, two same guys, doing normal things. Yeah. Okay, totally normal. Nothing weird here. Nothing weird at all. Um, let me start really quick with the very opening, how we've been seeing, like, the TV screens, mm-hmm. and we've been seeing, like, the different characters throughout the, the episode and the seasons, but this one was different. It had a bunch of different, like, sigils. Sigils or runes, yeah. Uh, mystical is the way they, mystical sigils is the way they described it in the Dirk Gently tweet from BBC. Which I thought was funny. Pretty they are so active. They're good like, during the show. They so. give a tweet. Yeah. So definitely, you know, for season two, find them, the official Dirk Gently BBC, and tweet with them. Because it's usually the, the whole cast mm-hmm. tweeting at one time, which is pretty amazing. Because that doesn't normally happen. Uh, let me see. We open this one with Amanda with the guys. Just kind of hanging out and getting her nails painted. Bright green. Yes. It was cool. But all of a sudden, they stop and they're like, something's happening. And okay, that was it. It's like, it was a pause. And I left that pause in there intentionally because, okay, something's happening. What? You're not saying anything. You're just stop talking. Right. Move to the next scene, basically. So... So, yes, sometimes I pause too much, but that was an intentional one. Uh, let me see. Jump back to the zoo building. I still haven't figured out what the heck that freaking zoo building was. But whatever, our guys are all locked up. Farrah, Dirk, um, Todd. Dirk still has a bolt in his shoulder. And Alvarez is just waving a gun around. He's like, somebody tell me what's going on. Okay, you're drunk and you are no longer a cop. Although you're, you're lying and posing as a police officer because you were telling Farrah... You're pointing a gun at a police officer. Mm-hmm. So now you're impersonating a police officer. What's going to happen? Uh, they're trying to tell him, and of course, you know, he's like, I don't want to hear that. Because, like, well, a hundred years ago, well, no, he doesn't want to listen to that because that's too far back. Mm-hmm. And he's confused. Well, they try to tell him. They finally get him to understand, but that's not until after Farrah breaks out by using the underwire in her bra. Freaking badass. Like, I'm like, what are you doing? What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, she starts taking off her bra. I'm like, okay, I mean. Now it's a party. I understand getting comfortable because underwear is a bitch. Well, and maybe you think you're going to be there a long time. <laughs> and you don't want to be uncomfortable. You want to be cool and comfortable. And so she's, like, taking her bra off, and then all of a sudden she's taking it apart. And I hope, I sincerely hope it wasn't her favorite. Like, I sincerely hope it wasn't, like, a nice expensive bra that she spent $45 on. Oh but nevertheless, she needed to escape. And you know what? Maybe that's worth the price you paid. But she, like, gets out of there like a boss, picks the lock, disarms this cop impersonator, Alvarez, and, you know, then she assesses the situation. She's, like, amazing. So, yeah, you know. So then they explain everything again to Alvarez, and he's like, okay, fine. Like, he doesn't want to believe what's happening. (laughs) 
Who would? Who would in this right. position? Your mind says that's terrible. Why would I believe that? So, and we let's skip back to Bart, who is sitting there watching TV, and there's weird princess commercial. Mm-hmm. She's like touching her face, like I'm a princess. Ken comes in, and I love it. She's like, there's these shows between shows, and it tells you about stuff you can buy. And I love you, just like commercials. commercials. You mean commercials? She's so excited. Right. She's like, maybe we can just buy stuff. And, you know, he's like, I brought these clothes. I stole them. We can do this. And he has to give her a pep talk again because she is so demoralized from the main stab defeat. Her worldview is turned upside down. Yes. That's what it is. She doesn't know if she's lost her sense of purpose, if the universe has given up on her. What is her reason for being here? But she's like, well, I do have two bullets left. And he gets excited and starts jumping on the bed. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. But I, I feel like a, a crazy woman jumping on the bed. I don't know. Kind of scary. Definitely. Just putting it out there. So, anyway. Somehow, we get the team all on board. Like, all right, listen. We need to do this. But Alvarez, I think, is coming along because he, he feels that, yes, the dog is really Lydia. But he's not quite sure if he's able to make that final leap. Right. He's like, we'll see what happens. Fine. He cautiously believes them. Okay. And then we have Gordon back with the chief of police officer. The chief of police. I can't talk. Blah, blah. He's in the chief's office. There mm-hmm. we go. And he's like, wait, they destroyed that one. But there's another one. I know where it is. Come on, we're getting everybody. And I love it how the chief at that point is like, listen, everybody's dead. Nobody's answering. It's done. It's over. Mm-hmm. Gordon's like, no. We're going to get SWAT. We're getting everybody. We're going in with guns. So my question, let me so often I throw these out, because, yes, they are getting all these people together. Mm-hmm. Are all of these people soul swapped? Or are they just following orders from the chief? Which do you think it is? I don't know. And I want to know how long the chief has been soul swapped. Because he is, while while we have talked early and often about how he's not behaving like a normal cop would, he's the most normal behaving of any of these soul swap a-holes. True. Everybody else is useless and barely can, like, call it, you can barely, like, take them in public. You know? Well, crazy red some eyes. Of them, they were saying, too, that they've been swapped so many times and swapped they into lost animals that, you know, they've kind of lost Something normality. of themselves. Yes, and I do wonder about that because it doesn't seem like Gordon has that problem. So I wonder if... Well, he was in Lux for a long time. So he is one of the original, they said. So, so I wonder if it's like uh, like clones. They just keep getting... Uh, they keep degrading. Yeah, copies of copies, and they just sort of start something. Well, the Scooby game. And so heading over to Spring Mansion. And I love it because Alvarez is like, all right, helping Dirk. And Dirk's not doing so well because... A freaking bolt in the shoulder. He's bleeding. Mm-hmm. And I love it at one point. Albert's like, what are you saying? He's like, it's talking stop now. Blood going bolt. <laughs> it's like, okay, stop talking. That didn't make any sense. And yet, we all knew what he meant. Mm-hmm. It's true. So they get down and, oh my gosh. So these giant barrels, which I'm assuming are simply like wine barrels. Of course, I'm like, ooh, bourbon barrels. Um, Farrah's like, alright, listen, there's a bunch of entrances, we gotta try to do this. And she opens two of them, and there's just all these weapons. And I love Alvarez. How many of these are legal? Well, at this point, it doesn't matter, because you're talking about 
people who have been soul swapped and craziness happening and your partner died and why are you even asking me these silly questions? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they get weapons, they go into the room, and here, why aren't we closing the door? Because you can't get in if you don't have the crank. Hasn't anyone here ever heard of shutting the goddamn door? <laughs> Sorry. A little panic for this go. So, I'm like, what the hell? They're trying to figure out, you know, how to how to get them switched. Or how to turn it on, I should say. And it's the soul swap one. And, oh, what's pulling up outside? Gordon and all these cops. And why is Gordon putting on weird, like, why? I'm almost like football player, like the, the stuff under the eyes. The glare. But it's blue and sparkly. Did you notice that? Very lux. I'm guessing it's lux. I'm like, what is this crap? Like he's putting on his war paint. And, you know, our guys are inside still trying to figure out what they're doing wrong with the machine. What's not working and dark stuff is broken. I don't know. We got a part missing. Maybe we can fix this. And outside, the Rowdy 3 pull up. And amazing, because all of these cops get taken down by four guys. Mm -hmm. Except, what, two. Gordon goes in with one other cop or two other cops. I thought it was just one other cop. I'm like, oh, that's nice. You just leave your guys behind. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, whatever, we're done. I'm here. My meat shields. <laughs> now, as far as we know, the Rowdy 3 don't kill them. They just eat them to a pulp. So maybe they're not, like, soul-swapped. Maybe they would know. Hmm. I don't know, because I don't remember them. Although, they were using bats and, you know, other very heavy things. So maybe they did kill them, but they didn't explicitly say that they killed right, them. Right, right, right. So, it's like Daredevil throwing people into, like, brick walls. I'm like, I don't kill people. Ah. <laughs> and, well, the whole time, Amanda's just sitting there watching, like, oh, okay. Some weird shit happening. And, well, what else is happening? Well, we got to try to get this switched. Okay. Put the dog's paw on this one, put Lydia's hand on this one. No, trust me, trust me, this is going to work. And so they, they actually get the machine to work. Mm -hmm. And then they're yelling at Todd that they killed Lydia. They said, no, you got to switch sides. Just do it. Just do it. Right. Because they've seen this work. Right. And so as they're doing that, the whole time, Alvarez is like, it's not working. It's not working. And Farrah's starting to freak out because Lydia's not responding. And at this point, wouldn't you do, I don't know, CPR? She's just kind of, like, shaking her a little, like, come on. The longer, what yeah, is that? Yeah, no, the longer you wait to begin chest compressions, the more likely they're going to die. And fun fact, CPR only works outside of a hospital 70% of the time, which is why they tell you just chest compressions if you don't know what you're doing. Oh. So at least they, that tries to keep the blood pumping. I know pumping. what I'm doing. Me but too. But I still don't want to try it in a real-world setting if I don't have to. I, I'd rather not. But, oh, Lydia wakes up, and Ella, she's like, I shouldn't have gone. I'm so sorry. You threw me off a bridge. You threw me off. They threw me off a bridge. That was the best line in the entire show for me. Like, they threw. Like, you know, it was it was very similar to the animated Tarzan movie where she's telling her dad about the monkeys. And daddy, they took my boot. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're fine, though, right? You're fine. But they threw me off a bridge. Well, at this point, in walks... Well, Gordon and his people, and people start shooting, and oh, uh, a little back and forth with Alvarez, Farah, Gordon, and the random cop who ended up going down first. Mm -hmm. Very interesting that Gordon does not have full gear on, and yet he's got all sorts of clips and concussion grenades or stun grenade. Movie magic. Same thing. Interesting. 
um, and how a wooden pillar is such a great cover for bullets. Mm-hmm. Like you can just hide behind it. I don't know. Endlessly. I am just a little, uh, you know, I'm like, come on. All right. So they realize they have to keep, well, our guys, Dirk and Todd, are trying to figure out, well, they have to send it back. The machine. The machine. Because how else would Spring get it? And Libby be born. And Lydia's like, no, we should smash it. He's like, no, if it doesn't go back, you're never born. You don't understand. But again, how are they, how are they in that moment if they didn't send it back? So they have to send it back. It can't right. happen. Right. But in walks two Zeds, and Lydia's like, I will smash this. How does how do these guys get past? I don't understand. They have all that crap happening out there. Like, bullets flying, and these guys just like, material to do. Hi. I have another bolt. And what happens? They shoot Dirk again in the shoulder, at the back of the shoulder. Same right. one. Mm-hmm. So it's like cheese and rice, this poor man. It's like Swiss cheese at this point. Right? There's still the whole gun battle happening out in the hallway. And in, again, how do these people get in here? In walk Barton Penn. Bell off Barton Penn. Yeah. Like Barbie, but like Bell And she takes out one of the guys, like with a quick shot, knocks the other one out. And Ken gets all excited. He's like, wait, wait, those guys hired me. This is why I'm here. I'm supposed to fix this machine. But they were nowhere near the machine when she found him. So what the heck was happening with that? Was he, like, trying to trace it somehow? Mm. Like, way back when she found him? I didn't even think about that. This is so confusing. But Ken's like, wait, I can fix this. I, I have to fix this. This is why I'm here. And he was like a little kid, like, all super this excited. This It was great. And while we still have, you know, a gun battle happening in the other room, which, again, something super great ends up happening because the dog, who is named Rapunzel, is just, like, wandering around in all the bullets. He's fine. And Farrah picks him up because she doesn't have a gun. Mm-hmm. And this was after the little, you know, sun grenade goes off and Gordon's like, give him my dog! He's, like, crazed about the dog. Like, you've heard about Crazy Catwoman. Crazy cat lady. This is like crazy dog. Crazy dog guy. man. Yeah. Like serious, hardcore. He's flipping out about this dog. Although honestly, if somebody was like threatening my dog, I'd probably be like really upset. I would too. Yeah. So, I'm not gonna lie, but I'm, like this whole whole show, like every time there's something with the dog, it's like get it out, dude. You're the one who volunteered your dog out. Yeah, maybe you should have picked something else. Maybe you should have picked yeah anything else other than your dog. Yeah, if you're that attached, maybe no. So, I love it, because he's like, I'm going to shoot you in the head and take my dog. And Sarah's like, well, one of those things is going to happen. And Alvarez just, like, he, she throws the dog to, to Gordon, and Alvarez throws a gun to her, and then she shoots him in the head. And then the dog is still, like, was caught, and then totally was put down. But, yeah. Interesting that they did it that way, because I didn't know where they are going to go, especially going into another season. I'm like, yeah. okay. But, I mean, realistically, every season would be different. Of course. Case, so, of course. Uh, let me see. So they figured out, Ken is fixing the machine, and Bart is just like, I don't know if I should kill you, or if I should wait. But Dirk's like, hold on, I gotta write a note, and puts it in the machine. And then Bart just turns around and shoots the other Zed that she'd knocked out. Which kind of surprised me. But they send off the machine back to the past, and Bart and Ken just leave. Like, okay, no big deal. Yeah, let's look, because these guys are nutcases. And coming out of Bart's mouth, that is the most ironic and hilarious thing that's ever happened. Right? Like, 
okay, I got it now, we're going. It was really, really strange. It was, well, and then, I mean, she, at any point, you know, it would be nice to for her to have had that epiphany. Maybe I was meant to save you in this moment and not kill you. But we don't get that. We get her saving him, walking off. And then we get a, you know, a kind of, like, nice moment with her and her and um, Much later. Ken saying, you know, I guess you're going to leave now. And he says, no, I'm not going anywhere. And she's, like, really excited, like, little girls. Right. So and then she, yeah, says at that point, well, maybe, yeah, I was actually supposed to save him this whole time. Okay, you kind of went on a weird killing spree for for trying to save a man's life, honestly. But it worked, so I guess we just go with it. But we still have a show, so. Yeah. And I just love it. It's like, you want some food? Or Ethiopian? That's not a word. Is that a word? <laughs> what? She's such a weirdo, but I do. She is great. I like the chemistry between them, because mm-hmm. it's not a romantic thing no, at all. It's, nice. it's like. A brother-sister, like, he's got to... Well, at first, obviously, it was a captor thing. <laughs> and now it's turned into, like, a brother-sister relationship where he's got to take care of her because she really doesn't know what's kind going on. Kind of look out for her, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, just realizing, okay, maybe this can work out and maybe things will go the way we need it to, even though I'm not quite sure what that's supposed to be. Exactly. So, interesting, and... Hopefully we'll see more of them in season two, because that's pretty much where it ends with them mm-hmm. for se- this season. Um, we end up with Todd in his apartment after everything, and his wa- his sister, his wife, what? Not quite. His sister. Uh, throws water on his face, and she's like, wake up, loser. And he's like, wait, you're here, which I'm surprised, because if she... After the way she... I, you know what? Maybe, she just, maybe she's one of those people who burns really hot and cold, and she just needed a day to cool down. And she realized, look, I'm not okay with this. I'm not okay with what you did. But I, I can think, I can conceive of a day where I will have forgiven you. And I don't want us to lose our relationship entirely. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's, and I feel like that's reasonable. Because if somebody, if somebody did something like this to you, even a close person, it would take a while right. for you to forgive. And you certainly might not forget. So I, I feel like this is a very, I feel like even the, the hot flame of anger at the beginning is reasonable when you think about her and then she pulls back and says, you know what? I'm not cool with it. I'm not going to pretend I'm cool with it. We're not okay. Mm-hmm. But you're still my brother. Yeah. So I feel like this, this made more sense. I like that they gave them this moment. Yeah. And then he's like, are you still leaving? She's like, yeah, I'm going with them. They gave me a jacket. The jacket thing is it's so important. Like, it's like been, a, yeah. he's got a cool jacket. You know, here, you need a jacket. Don't forget this jacket. Jacket like, guys. It's yeah, a jacket through the whole thing, yeah. But she also says here, was it Farrah wanted to meet you here? Mm-hmm. Or is it meet him? So we have then, it's kind of like wrapping up everybody's stories. Farrah with Lydia, and she's like, you're going here, you can't contact me, but you can access your father's offshore accounts. It's like, okay, this just seems weird. Why are you sending it away? But then she says, you know, we don't know how many more there are. Yeah, exactly. Men of the machine could still be lurking. We don't, you know, you're still a link to your father. Although at this point, we also feel like what we've seen, they are all gone. Mm-hmm. Except we know. the chief. Because we had not seen what happened at this point. Right. And it's like, he said everybody else is gone. But they don't know this. Right. So it's like, okay, you the viewer know, but the cast doesn't know. Mm-hmm. So you never know what come of it. And I love Farrah's like, 
okay, so be safe. And Lenny's like, okay, thanks, I always look up to you, blah, blah. Touching moment. Oh, here, by the way. Here's <laughs> my phone. I just sent you $4 million. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> okay. I would not be mad if you sent me $4 million. No. And then they hug, and then that's the end of that. Now we have Dirk, who, again, shot twice with bolts in the shoulder. In the hospital. In the hospital, yes. Exactly as he should be. Yeah, because you wouldn't think he'd be up and running around. No. And you have the Colonel... Wiggins? Wiggins? Wiggins. Talking to him. And, you know, saying that I didn't think it was real, and it was great. Not exactly explaining things, but... I guess we're learning a little bit about what happened. And then Dirk wakes up and he's gone. So we have no idea of the time frame. Very much like Walking Dead there. Right. Oh, yeah. It could be a minute. It could be an hour. It could be a week. (laughs) So Dirk wakes up and it's obviously he's healed enough because the orderly is taking him out. I love that he's telling him this whole story about one case, about a horse who faked its death. Mm -hmm. The guy's like, yeah, I need my chair back. You're here. He's like, oh. Oh, okay, bye. And Dirk's very sad because it's like the bus stop or something in front of the hospital. He's like, oh, we're here again. And all of a sudden you hear Todd, what do you mean, here again? And he's like, oh, oh, hi. It's like, don't get your hopes up because you don't know what he's going to react to. Mm -hmm. And Todd's like, here, here's your jacket. You thought you needed it. It's like, again, the jacket thing. And a shirt. A shirt band shirt. Try not to get shot. I'm like, very Luke Cage. Why do I have to keep my new shirts? He's going to keep shooting me. That was the most real thing about Luke Cage for me. Like, not going to lie, how angry he was that his shirts were all ruined. Uh, we'll talk about that another time. But yeah, yeah, Dirk and Todd deciding to be friends and realizing that we are better together than apart, which sounds weird, but yeah. And then they end up at a diner together, and you have Farrah and Dirk and Todd. And Farrah's like, I'm going to invest... And you guys can have your detective agency. And I love it. There's like, I'm going to upgrade you from assistant to ward. <laughs> Todd, isn't that like a, was it, isn't it like a nanny? <laughs> Hello, have you not been working with Dirk this whole time? You pretty much are a nanny. <laughs> well, no, I thought you did the other way. Like when you're a ward of the state, that means the state is your guardian. So if he's a ward of the business or a ward of Dirk. Well, then... I was kind of thinking like Batman and Robin. You know, okay. that Robin was his board, but yes, he kind of adopted him and took mm-hmm. care of him, but I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, it kind of is. And it's like, okay, how are we going to get our next case? Something will come to you. And I love you. He's just like, close your eyes. What do you feel? And Todd's like, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay, that was great. And then all this weird stuff starts happening because all of a sudden we flash to the Rowdy Three. We're just sitting wherever they normally sit and kind of hanging out, and the next thing you know, one guy's like, get her out of here. Get her out. Like, he has the one kid take Amanda. And then you look, because he just, like, starts smelling, and then you look and you see, like, it looks like a dust cloud. Mm-hmm. It's like the smoke that they pop or something, almost when they're getting picked up for, like, army films. Right. Because <laughs> you have all these guys, like, all of a sudden, like, in the weeds. Yeah. <clears throat> and then three guys are going. Now, as far as we know, because the Rowdy Three go after the guys in the weeds, but the, there's still the one guy who played Kevin on Supernatural. Other child is taking Amanda, and, like, they're not by any army guys. No. So as far as we know, there's no issue with those two. Right. 
but who knows if the, you know, the other guys are actually going to get, get around what's happening. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's what, like, their storyline. Now we end up with Friedkin. Alvarez walks into the police station. And I don't understand this. Because it's like, it's not even a police station. It's like a floor. Mm -hmm. And he walks in and they're cleaning up files. And he's like, immediately, not even quiet. If you see this happening and no other person in there, maybe you turn the fuck around. Right, you're quiet and you're like sneaking around and looking. Not like, oh, you're trying to cover this up. Because what happens? He gets shot. Yeah, he's going to cover you up with a sheet. And he sees his chief at this point shot in the head. Mm-hmm. And Friedkin, who I can't stand, explains his whole plan. And right. it's get rid of everyone. And kill right. everyone who know, knows anything about anything. And you're all dead. And then don't we hear, like, uh, like Bart and uh, Ken are driving. And then they're surrounded. And she's got, like, a rock. And that's it. And, and then you're jumping way through Wait, this. no. All the stuff that happened with oh. Alvarez. Because there was a lot that happened. See, yeah, Friedkin's telling him his whole, the whole thing. The whole evil plan. About yeah, how, yeah, I got promoted. I got all this money. But I don't like to read this because there's so much to read. I can't. No, I might have blocked him out. And, yeah, because he's annoying. And then Alvarez is like, dude, I don't know anything. Should I get up? He's like, are you trying to reach for your other gun? And he shoots him. And he ends up shooting Alvarez like three or four more times. So, I mean, but he doesn't shoot Alvarez in the head. It's all body shot. But can Alvarez come back from that? Or I kind of assumed he was dead. I'm kind of thinking he might be too. And Friedman's just like, ugh, I don't know why I shot you for the first time. And it just annoyed me because I'm like, how is he in this position of power? Because he said they want them all. Right. This isn't over. And he's so we're, talking, so we're about, talking about the Rowdy Three. We're talking about Dirk. And we're talking about, about all of them. Bart. Like yeah. Blackwing. That mm-hmm. apparently are all out there. We don't yeah. know them all. Mm-hmm. And then, yes, the next thing we have is Bart and Ken turning a corner on like a country road. And there's a freaking tank. And a bunch of squat and yeah. everything. Yeah. And yeah, Bart gets up, just has a rock. And she's smiling, and Ken's like, holy crap. Like, he's just sitting there like, uh, I would at least undo your seatbelt. Okay, maybe you can run. I don't know. I don't see that going well. That was too funny. But, I mean, like, everybody's was pretty short, with the exception of Friedkin going on with Alvarez. That's why I almost feel like Alvarez might somehow be alive. Maybe. Well, the same thing with, with Dirk. He picks up that thing... Uh, advertising oh, looks. Yes. And it says, yeah, never let you go. And then he's like, not now. Right. And how he is freaking there again, like that fast? So this wasn't happening all the time. It's not concurrent. Time. Yeah, there's some time, there's some time compression. Must be. And then, then we go home to Todd. Oh no, Todd's in the bathroom coming out of the bathroom. Oh. As this is happening with Dirk outside. And all of a sudden, Amanda's on his phone screaming. And then he starts screaming and looking at his hands, and they're, like, burning. So he ends up having the, the disease, disease that he didn't think. And we kind of, you know, all should have known, because the song that they chose to play at that moment was Neon Trees, You're Gonna Get What You Deserve. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. See, I thought that he got it ultimately because of the way he grabbed the one, like, electrode on the bolt, like, his hand and his arm Could. wasn't working right. Could be. Like, somehow that, that like, triggered it. Could be. So he's screaming, Amanda's screaming, and uh, Farrah goes outside, and she's like, Dirk's gone. And that's it. And that's it. That's the credits. So that's season one. So what the heck is going to happen in season two? I mean, obviously, we have to, quote, unquote, get the band back together. That's true. We need to get get the boys back. The boys got to be back in town. So 
Dirk's gone. Like I said, we don't know what's happened. The only people that we know are dead for sure is the chief. Like we're assuming Alvarez is dead, but I feel like I feel like there's like he's gonna be in it. I feel like there's a small chance. I feel like it's seventy five twenty five that he's dead. Okay. I feel like there's a there's a one and a quarter chance that he's alive because we didn't see him die. Right. And you know, I mean, never trust when they die on screen. No, and so you see their decapitated head. You just don't don't trust it. But uh. And we're in Ned's case, not even then. <laughs> but uh, you definitely want to want to know what is going to happen. Is like the next season going to be like the big bad is going to be them all trying to escape from whatever federal detention? Is it going to ha- be like Twenty Shades of you know Stranger Things, where they're all trying to get out of some detention facility, mm-hmm. being experimented on? Are the you know are the other ones that we don't know about going to kind of come into play then? That'd be interesting. Are the Riggins going to come into play? Yeah, it's weird. We got, there's a lot of questions at the end of this. Well, I mean, they wrapped up this case. Well, I feel like the, I feel like it started out with so many questions, and it answered so many questions. So I'm not at all surprised that they've left us on a, okay, now what? Because constantly, this show has like asked so much of us as viewers and so much of the people in it that I don't feel like it's surprising that it's sort of a cliffhanger, sort of like a. Well, what are we going to do? I'm so glad it got renewed because if they had cut and that was it. Uh, now, you had said, though, that if they didn't have another season, you were okay, generally, with the way this ended. I feel like I feel like the case itself being wrapped up, I felt comfortable with it, them all moving together in the same direction. But the only thing that makes me uncomfortable is, like, the, is the SWAT team surrounding Bart and uh, Ken. Ken and... Is the right three. three, yeah. Those are my problems mm-hmm. because right now we don't know. We right now, as far as we know, Todd's like besides being crazy is fine. Mm-hmm. As far as we know, there um, was fine. fine, but we really don't know about what could happen to Bart, mm-hmm. and we and uh, obviously we don't know about uh, Ken because he's with Bart, and we don't know about the Variety Five. Or, yeah, the right. Well, it's five now with Amanda, but, but so called at least true. The Variety Three. I'd be very interested in like. I kind of want to know more about that, but I feel like had it not been for, and this is the thing too, for me, if they had stopped, if they decided, okay, it's just an eight run episode, we're done. For me, edit out the SWAT stuff. Mm-hmm. Just, okay, all this has been cleaned up. We're friends now. The diner, that's it. And maybe even him with the, with the Ferrari Ulitis or whatever, mm-hmm. if that's the way they want to run it. But yeah, no, I feel like that would have that that would have been the thing that left a bad taste in my mouth is the last couple of minutes of the show. Mm-hmm. Well, we want to know what you guys think, how you felt about the season. Um, don't forget to check out I did post the interview that I was on the Nerd Element with with Empo Kuahu. Ken. Ken, yes. Because he was hilarious. So you definitely check that out. Um, and let us know what you think. What's gonna happen in season two? What are your thoughts? Yeah, definitely. Do you do you think that Alvarez is alive? Do you think that that it's just I should just let it go? <laughs> do you think our boys are okay? Like, what's exactly happening with all of these SWAT people? And you know, because everybody wanted like what's his name kept saying he wanted the SWAT, he wanted everyone, and now everyone's around and he's dead. So mm. somebody's got a plan, but not clearly not Gregory. I guess we'll find out. Not too soon, but it's BBC. It's not gonna be that soon. Eventually. Eventually, yes. All right, so let us know what you think. Fangirlzonepodcast at gmail.com. Check us out on fangirlzone.com, all the other contact information, our pages and everything that we're on. Maybe eventually we'll figure out 
some of the other stuff that we're not on, like Snapchat, but probably not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably not that good. Snapchat. All right. So, for this episode, the finale of Dirk Gently on Fangirl Zone. Oh, season one finale. Yeah. Because we are getting season two. I keep saying that. I keep forgetting. All right. For this episode, I'm Sean Fangirl S. And Jess. And until next time. <laughs>